What's up, Water Hockey fans? You've heard us talk about DraftKings every week, and DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, and now Payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. All you got to do is draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users all across sports. DraftKings is the leader in fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on all the action. How do you do it? I'll tell you. Now that you know how to play, just set your lineup every night, download the DraftKings app, and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN. You'll hear it one more time. To get a free entry with your first deposit, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another juicy episode of Water Hockey, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and proudly supported by DraftKings. Sing it if you know it. As always, use promo code THPN on the DraftKings app to get in on all of the action today. And make sure to head over to our socials, at Water Hockey, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Like, share, show all your friends, whether they like hockey or not. We're really entertaining with it or without it. That being said, Patrick, Jason... We're back. We don't have a guest this week because there is so much to talk about. But first, let's get into uh, let's get into our weekends. Patrick, how was your weekend, my guy? I had a pretty solid weekend. My wife was out of town on a girls' trip with her sister, so I took care of the dogs all weekend and pretty much did nothing. Actually, I take that back. I had a extremely busy Saturday. Had to drive out to Rowlett for golf in the morning. Then oh, no. drive home, feed the <laughs> girls, drove out to Roy City for oh. a wedding shower, drove back home, fed the girls, took them out. These are my dogs, by the way. I don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> and this is news. And <laughs> then that, drove. That uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna have enough time. Drove back to my house and then all the way back out to Garland for a buddy's thirtieth birthday party. Man. It was a lot of driving. I burned through like half a tank of gas in one day. Jeez. And I don't drive like a truck or anything. So that's quite a few miles I put on my car. But it was wow. fun. That's was awesome. a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, Jason, what the, what did the weekend provide you? Man, I had a little bit of work on Saturday morning. Had to man a grill for uh, our youth advisory council. And then I had to go to a two-year-old or no, a three-year-old birthday. Well, to, to, to be honest, a little bounce slide or well, a little before bounce house you, was fun. Before you got yeah, there, it was before you got there. It was a two-year-old's birthday party. But then after you got there, then they turned. This three, is true. Right? This is true. You're right. You're right. It was a two-year-old <laughs> turning three. Yes, absolutely. That's how math works. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, exactly how it right. works. That's exactly right. Uh, awesome. Well, I just got back from Colorado uh, a couple of hours ago. Had a insane weekend there. Uh, 
speaking of the namesake, the Kermit tattoos, got a lot of compliments. I, I went to a water park and went down a water slide for the first time in my life, which is weird because I'm, I'm 34, even though I act like a 12-year-old. Uh, so that was a new sensation for me, uh, going down a slide and having water uh, essentially violate me. Uh, but I had a great time. I had a great <laughs> Did time. Did you get the, uh, the old uh, whale tail? Yeah, I got. I came out. I came out like the uh, one of that minion that kicks his shorts off in uh, Despicable Me. <laughs> just had the uh, had the crack hanging out. It was just a show for everybody involved. Uh, but Colorado was beautiful. Went on a hike. Did some outdoor stuff, which is not in my nature unless it's cold. But it was cold. Unless you're in nature. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, it was all in all, it was insane. And uh, we usually do like a like a full readout plug with Texas Hockey Apparel. Um, I'm just gonna say TexasHockeyApparel.com. Check out their website right now because I know you guys saw it. They're releasing these sick, like retro T-shirts, like '80s vibrant white with their like secondary. I think it's their secondary logo or like their their actual logo. I know you guys saw it, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm absolutely getting one. That's that shirt is so sick. It's okay. like pulling it up right meow. It's just the funniest thing ever. Shirts, it's so cool. Tanks, polos. It might be a pre-order, but as we're talking about it, head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com. Uh, hit, hit their Instagram up, Texas Hockey Apparel. Uh, it is an all-white with like almost like a red, bluish, pinkish uh, design on it. Uh, it's just, it's so sick. It's, I'm in. I, I will say it's probably one of my favorite things that they've done. Garrett absolutely knocked it out of the park with this one. But yeah, head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com. Yeah, that's slick. Yeah, check it I'm out. I have to get some of those summer skates too, man. Yeah. Those things are pretty badass. I know. I don't know how many they have left, so I, I, it's something uh, he's he's killing it right now. Uh, that being said, too, one more thing, a little plug for us. Make sure to head to our Wada Hockey shop. Uh, we've got the snapback hats. We've got some tumblers. We've got a couple of the snapback hats uh, left, so make sure to head over to our link tree in our shop and pick some of those up right away. Speaking of that link tree, man, uh, if you go there, there's that Conway and Banks uh, link there, too. And you get a fifteen percent off. It takes you nice. right to the website, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's so sick. But it's yeah. it's a what a hockey official website like for it. So it's that one that particular link in there is specific to us. So, so anything like, you get on it is fifteen percent off. Oh, Making that's it awesome. big time. Yeah, yeah. moving on up. Uh, Conway and Banks. Uh, you've heard Jason talk about them quite often uh just the sickest bags in the game right now i always say it the foot pad is my favorite feature uh my feet sure thank you feature um (laughs) but it's awesome (laughs) if you need a new hockey bag if it's broken down and you're looking for another one uh conway and banks has like three different color patterns right jason yeah red navy and uh black yeah they're sick head over to conway and banks uh or head over to the water hockey link tree uh which we have linked in our bios click that and then it'll take you to the Conway Banks link, and then boom, 15% off your order. And that is a substantial amount. So make sure to check that out today. Uh, We've got some Americans news. Uh, I know I mentioned it a little bit, but before we get into it, Patrick, uh, one more thing you wanted to mention, and then we'll we'll jump into it because there's a ton of news to talk about today. Yeah, since we're just powering through these uh, sponsor ads, which we appreciate all you guys, uh, check out the range for your mobile golf needs you don't have to go to a course they got the setup they got the track man they got the smash factor uh check them out at the range underscore golf and the range golf.com really could have used that on friday last week because i played 
15 holes on Twilight and had not nearly enough daylight, even though we teed off at 430, which oh. you can avoid with the range. Yeah, the range they'll bring the to range you. to you. Bingo, bingo. Uh, yeah, the range, we are definitely going to be uh, talking with them. And, and maybe we just need to have like a, a, a whole bonanza of like small businesses related to hockey and golf and swinging sticks. Uh, we love small, we like we love small businesses. Yeah, yeah. Like Should a, we have like a, 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 like a root beer social? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, like but with instead of root beer, just a beer social? Yeah. I mean, a stinking root yeah. beer. Yeah, speaking of one last thing before we jump out and jump into the news, uh, if you are listening and you do have a brewery uh, or a distillery and you want to sponsor us, please get in touch with us at Water Hockey, all socials, and we will make it happen. So, like I was saying, there is so much news. Uh, obviously, right now, we are into the thick of it, and that is going to be in everyone's heads now. You're welcome. Yeah. But it, kind of hate you for that one, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's no, that's fair. If you're on TikTok, you know. <laughs> but it's literally like the thick of the off season because there are so many transaction transactions uh, like looming and happening. Uh, so many free agents, you know, rumored to be going certain places. Obviously, we are going to focus on the Texas namesake Dallas Stars. But before we do that, uh, we do have just a couple of things to go over uh, with the Allen Americans. Uh, mostly uh, Miles Liberati uh, used to play for the Americans. This will be his fourth season. He has officially re-signed or he has officially signed again with the Americans. He is a former Canucks seventh overall or seventh round draft pick, I should say. Seventh overall would probably put him in the show right now. He was uh, on the uh, 1920 ECHL second team and second in points for all defensemen. Um, so definitely going to be getting a couple more names here over the next few weeks, uh, pertaining to the Americans. Uh, they were, they're, they're busy right now. Uh, they had a lot of players go overseas, as we mentioned in the previous episode. So, uh, but th- the bulk of this episode is going to be about the Dallas stars and, uh, guys, I'm, I-, I don't know what to say right now. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll let's dive right into it. Uh, First and foremost, Jamie Oleksiak was the selected Rip. player from the Dallas Stars, and then they immediately signed him to a five-year, $23 million deal with a $4.6 million AAV. Before I give any opinions, uh, Jason, I'm going to kick it off to you. How do you feel about losing Big Rig? Obviously a huge, no pun intended, because he's a big boy loss, but how do you feel about the loss with that contract after the announcement? Uh, the contract I'm not super upset about, you know, now it kind of just really frees up some room to maybe some, make some moves, but big rig, man, he helped us out so much back there and, uh, going to be tough to replace. Obviously, like you said, size is a big thing. You, they just don't make them like they used to, if you will. Uh, so it's just, <laughs> man, I'm just going to miss him. I was really, I mean, everybody was, Oh, it's been Bishop. It's been Bishop or, you know, whatever. It's just. I'm sad, but, you know, absolutely, this is going to help a lot, though. Obviously, we could have gotten rid of a lot more with uh, Bishop out the door, but got to take a punch as where we can. Yeah, I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a huge loss. Uh, Patrick, uh, how do you feel about it? I know, uh, you know, it's it was a, it was a tough it, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, expansion draft, but it was tough to watch. It was painful um, because that team is terrible. So but Patrick, how do you feel about uh, Alexiak and that contract? It's a tough loss. His size complimented Miro's speed 
really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have two primarily offensive defensemen, although I don't know that Miro could really qualify as an offensive defenseman because he kind of just does everything well. He's Facts. just all-around good player. But good Miro's only, I don't know off the top of my head, what, 6'1", 6'2", something like that. I mean, he's not small, but he's not 6'7". He- yeah, he's not the physical type of defenseman that, that yeah. Oleksiak is by any means. So having Oleksiak there to kind of protect Miro from a little bully ball, if you will, mm-hmm. players taking shots at him, I think his presence there kind of uh, dissuaded a lot of the opponents from really trying to go at Miro as much as they could. And I really hope we can find another similar large human being to pair with Miro. Just because Which, I don't want the the additional wear and tear if somebody sees that he's available for shots and don't feel that there's going to be retribution heading their way from a freight uh, fucking what's the word Mack truck yeah a big rig yeah. if you will a big rig <laughs> yeah but yeah I mean well I mean I was just reading this article though uh, about Ryan Suter do you think he can be that guy? Because no. this is a name that's popping up now. No, and and I, I th- before we we dive into that, I just want to say one thing that um, that contract would not have come from the stars. Uh, no way that they give him that type of money. He he played f- phenomenally last season. Uh, best offensive season for him, I believe it was six goals, which is a career high for him. Uh, he definitely played himself into that contract. Uh, unfortunately, with the cap that the stars have available, which is at five point eight million right now. Uh, you just you, you're not going to be able to afford him and additional pieces as you need them. Ryan Suter, huge name right now. To answer your question, I, I don't. He's not a physical defenseman. I think he can hold his own. I mean, he is. He's a he's a an inch taller than Miro. He's six two. Uh, so I mean, the size isn't really a thing there. Uh, he's thirty six, and that's the big thing. Yeah, and and. I made a comment earlier. If they're looking at what they want, apparently his camp wants to sign for a four-year deal. I cannot stress to you how stupid that is. Uh, For three million at the cheapest, no, no, three million per year. I would feel comfortable with a three-year deal, no more than one point five a year. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to kick it off to you guys. I don't think Suter would be a good fit here. Now, don't get me wrong. He's another offensive defenseman. He would probably slide into those bottom two lines, but no, he's not someone that I I think that they should be actively pursuing as much as they are. Um, but I do have a name for you guys once we, uh, once we talk about it. There's just so much risk there that I think maybe a couple years would probably be the most that I could stomach. No offense to him. I mean, he's 36, and it's a physical game, and there's already multiple guys on the team that are, I don't want to say injury-prone, but have been injured for extended periods of time. And it just seems ill-advised to have somebody that's getting up there in age in a physical game and commit that type of money to him. I know there's workarounds if he were to get hurt, you know, with long-term injured reserve, things like that. But I think two years is probably the most that I would go for and definitely a lot less than three, three and a half million per year. 
Yeah, I'm 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 legit to the point where I'm like he's veteran minimum material. I just pulled up his stats and I'm going through his last couple years. He's not a goal scorer. He's never scored more in double digits in his entire time in the NHL for as far as goals go. But that's fine. He's a defenseman. Not asking him to do that. Um, he he does have assists, but what concerns me is the drop off. Obviously, it was a shortened season last season. Uh, but in the past two seasons, and in the previous, because the Wild, if I can remember correctly, did not make it into the bubble. I may be wrong. If, if I'm wrong, start your own podcast. Um, <laughs> but he went from 40 assists in the 2019-20 season, playing 69 games, nice, and 48 points. He had eight goals Very nice. to, to 56 games played in the shortened season, three goals, 16 assists, 19 points that is a significant drop off that is an alarming drop off even more so because the wild were a decent team last season they did go into the playoffs got bumped in the first round that's neither here nor there because none of us won outside of tampa bay sad but that is a concerning drop off when you're that age so yeah i mean that's a that's a 50 percent plus drop in production yeah, uh-huh. doing the math right. That being said, I pose the question: If or what's the contract you would feel most comfortable, Jason, giving Ryan Suter? If if you're the Stars GM, man, no more critical. than three. No more than three. Three years? No. Or three uh, million. Three million. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I I'll give my answer in a moment. But Patrick, what what do you? Uh, what's your What's your Jim Neal stance? I'm going to stick with my two years and I'll probably also say three million. One and a half okay. million if he doesn't really pan out isn't too big of a hit. I know right. we're kind of kind of everybody's in a bit of cap hell at the moment with the hard cap the way it is. But yeah, eh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think a million and a half per year is probably the max. And sure as fuck not three million per year. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's not his fault he went to the, <laughs> the quote-unquote state of hockey, but also where hockey goes to die. Um, <laughs> oops. 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 Uh, but yeah. star rookie that's yeah. 37 years old. <laughs> Book it. Um, yeah, uh, Patrick, I have to kind of uh, lean towards your side. Like I said, I'm definitely more of the the lower end. You know, if it, with bonuses and everything – I, 1.5 with you know a five hundred thousand dollar bonus incentive thrown in there gets you that two million. You got to earn it. For me, if they sign any more than two years, you know you've heard the term fleece being thrown around a lot. Suter would fleece the stars. Such an overused term, by the way. It is, but it's been so much fun to use recently, just because of all of the fleecings that have been happening. I mean, it's great uh, to troll people with, but yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot of trades and deals that are quote unquote fleecings is that the right word is it uh, yeah i think so Fleece- fleecings flosses flossings uh maybe <laughs> with the dance Ooh, maybe uh, a lot yeah. of the the fleecings flosses fleeces are not really that much so they're more just kind of i disagree with this so this team got fleeced or whatever you want to call it but mm-hmm. yeah a lot of it's just the cost Oops. of doing business I got hosed, hosed, yeah. Yeah, you got hosed. We got hosed, Tommy. We got hosed. In some um, cases, you could probably get fucked, but that, I feel like that's <laughs> a pretty rare occasion. 
Right. No, no, no. That's no. Yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, uh, a la the Tyler Sagan, Louis Erickson trade. Uh, Boston got fucked on that one. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Ryan Suter. Uh, it's it's a resounding no above two years, three million uh, from Water Hockey. You, you heard it here first. Uh, you'll only hear it here because there are no other podcasts called Wada Hockey. Well, see, well, uh, you can address the check to Wada Hockey, Jim Nil, for the advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here all day. Uh, we Wada Hockey at Gmail dot com on PayPal. Yeah, if you want. We, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't require a big office. Just a couple of standing desks because we're active boys. We like to be yeah, uh, absolutely standing on the move. Yeah. Speaking of the Kraken, before we jump into a little bit more star centric news, uh, what the fuck, my guys? The, Dude, I don't understand. I, I don't either. I, I, the only, the only viable thing that I can come up with, and this is something uh, I did a live stream with some friends over at the Cannons and Tomahawks podcast. Huge shout out to them for having me on and, and letting us spread the word of water hockey. But, and, and this was I echoed. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was echoed by Ryan Whitney from spit and chicklets. I said it first uh, for the, for the record, they're building a team that is meant to be, bad of all the teams that they could build that is one of them yeah (laughs) couldn't have said it better myself but yeah the whole point of it was to be good and they're the opposite of that mark giordano is an aging defenseman and that is essentially your biggest name uh outside let's be real friends listeners family french fries outside of the dallas market jamie alexiak is not a household name he's a handsome devil He's a, uh, that's, that was the biggest thing Twitter yes. did was absolutely had a meltdown over how cutesy pootsy he is with his perfect little hockey smile. Uh, but he's not exactly, uh, the most marketable guy, but yeah, I, they drafted extremely poorly. I don't know if you guys saw this. So they, they traded away another one of those players for a fourth round draft pick in the 2023 draft. I believe it was, but that's really even playing the even, futures game there. Yeah. So what I what I said and what Ryan Whitney it's a, echoed is it's a this marathon, is a, man. It's this a is a marathon. This is a team that they're going to be halfway decent in three years from now because they're going to draft hopefully well for their sake and maybe make a couple of deals here and there. Not off to a good start. Yeah, really not off to a good start. But you know, it, it is unfortunate, you know, to round it out that Jamie Alexiak was the guy that was selected. Um, but with that contract, you just, I, I wouldn't, it would have hurt more for him to sign elsewhere, knowing that we would have sent him an offer and he would have been like, I appreciate it, but I can make more elsewhere, uh, than losing him to the expansion draft. So Steve is going to buy a, uh, Seattle Kraken, Jamie Alexiak Jersey. She's decided that's her secondary team. I support I it. it. Just, yeah, I can, I can get on board with that. I support I, really, it because realistically, those I'll might... probably buy it for her for her birthday or something. That's smart. Uh, home or away, because honestly, I'm not a big white away jersey guy, but those whites are crazy. She, she likes the white more, I think. Last time we talked about it, but are... I haven't seen them on sale yet. No, they're they're still in the. They gotta wait for that roster to really finalize. Yeah, yeah fortify. <laughs> I mean, they they tried to they until, traded uh, away uh, until X- Big Rig gets out of there. Yeah. <laughs> They traded away X star Tyler Pitlick the day the day after for a draft pick uh, to the Calgary Flames. He'll be joining uh, another X star, uh, uh, Richie. 
he was a, a popcorn fart if I've ever seen one. But uh, yeah, uh, then they traded away. Um, uh, they traded the defenseman away to Colorado today. Um, so that's one less person they have on their roster now. Uh, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Can I make one point that I yeah, think is being overlooked about the draft process in general? I would absolutely love to hear this. So let me clarify. I watched the whole draft. I was relatively unspoiled just through sheer willpower of staying off Twitter for the day because I kind of wanted to watch it, see what the production was like. One, I thought the production was pretty fun from a Seattle bit perspective. I mean, they did the whole fish throwing. uh, I think an octopus made a draft round pick at some point. Who else? Marshawn Lynch didn't even try and pronounce boy, uh, boy I think boy. he was just there so he doesn't get fined exactly it he called like him it. uh boy boy <laughs> yep he didn't even try on Callie Yarncroak's last name which I respect mm-hmm. I respect that if you can't if hockey names are hard they if are. You can't do it just say fuck it I can't do it yeah they, oh, don't forget they also really really did Sean Kemp dirty bro oh there was like a mix-up apparently did you did you read Bro, I can't remember they, who it was that got his jersey or his shirt. They basically put the wrong shirt like in front okay. of them. I, and I they made grabbed that, the wrong one. Yeah. I made that comment because it looked as if like Gary Payton's was a little bit bigger, yeah. but it also looked like, oh, that that's fitting. It looks like it fits him. Oh man. If you're if you guys that are listening have not seen this, go look up Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Seattle Kraken draft, and then Poor Sean just, Kemp. Poor Sean Kemp. I mean, just... he's just been vegging, and you know it's obvious that he is a basketball icon, but doesn't have to be in shape anymore. And boy, does it show! Well, when your shirt is two and a half sizes too small, it definitely shows. That guy wears uh, at least a three XL, and they gave him a medium at best. Yeah, I could probably fit that shirt somewhat decently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What what else, Patrick? I feel like you're you're borderline on a sassy synopsis here, and I, and I want to poke the bear a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about the draft and and why it it didn't sit well with you. Okay, let me pose a hypothetical for you. Here we go. When you watch, well, let's stay topical. The NBA draft is coming up. Outside of Cade Cunningham going first, this is not a basketball podcast. Who's getting picked? five through 15 officially. I I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And that's the magic of a draft. Nobody knows what's happening until trades are made and picks are delivered to the league commissioner. But what the fuck are we doing here? The Kraken, the entire roster outside of Detroit somehow was leaked by like one Eastern. Big boy Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I think Frank Savarelli is the guy right that's eight mile. I'm I'm not hating on Frank Savarelli because he's doing his job as a reporter to release information as it's provided to him and verified. That's fine. But the fact that we could have the entire draft spoiled before the production even happens because everybody and their dog is giving away who Seattle's gonna take is absolutely ridiculous. If I had I'm- not made a concerted effort to stay off of Twitter, to stay off of hockey Twitter for the day and stay off of Reddit for the day. The whole, there's no point to even watch the whole drama over the past eight months over the last season. Oh, who's Seattle going to take? Who's getting protected? What sort of 
cap manipulations and no move clauses are in play and all of this speculation. And it doesn't even make it to the day of the draft before all of that's out the window and any level of speculation fun is just ruined. It's ruined. Ruined. Uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to build off your sassy synopsis a little bit, because not only did the draft have all of the air sucked out of it, um, ESPN, this was their first big hockey presentation since signing that big deal with the NHL. And they absolutely fucking whiffed it. Uh, first off, I get you're a sports network. I get there are other teams and markets, but have the common fucking decency to tell us the right team in the right league that's playing the right sport. The Carolina Panthers don't play hockey. They never <laughs> Wait, have. That's, a new, that's the 33rd team in the NHL now. Yeah, I guess we were we were duped, and there's another expansion draft coming. Also, and I know Carolina that... can hold two can market two teams. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna yeah. park it out there. Uh, their I'm social sure the media team is, 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 is second to none. Uh, they absolutely took over. The Carolina Panthers social media team caught on as well, and they both basically switched their profiles to match each other. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious watching it happen live. It was the best part of the draft for me. Um, also, I get that Disney is your evil overlord at ESPN, but that doesn't mean the team is the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They haven't been for years. They're only the Mighty Ducks in fictitious worlds now. <laughs> I just watched the second one, which, in my opinion, is probably the best one. Whatever. Don't at me. But I, it, it, just, right now. it pissed me off because they absolutely – and then this is also on the NHL. So to, to echo off, Patrick, what you were saying, the NHL required the Kraken to turn in their rosters at 10 p.m., I'm assuming Western Standard Time. Or something along those lines. Pacific standard time. Pacific standard. I don't know time zones. I haven't been over there. Don't at me once again. I don't do. We've already we've already assessed that I don't do geography for shit. But that being said, you gave Big Boy Bad Daddy Frank an opportunity to come in and leak all of those things with his connections because he had all day. You didn't make it a surprise. The lottery is literally picking ping pong balls out of a fucking plastic blow container because everyone likes to see the the what if. And that's why that's so much fun as an NHL fan. And they just absolutely ruined their first opportunity to really make a stand. The the ESPN brand and the NHL brand. Yeah, instead of adding Fink, why don't you add ESPN for that shit show? Yeah, please and thank you. First time doing this ass. <laughs> it doesn't. Bode Sorry, well Patrick. I, 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 t- I took off a little bit. Uh, hey, Jesse synopsis is for everyone. It's oof. fine. Doesn't doesn't end but there. On the con- on the pro side, no Pierre. Yeah, no Pierre. About that? That's I will take that. I will. T- I'm just gonna chalk this up to a oopsie daisy by espn they've got plenty of time to fix things uh so you know but rough start though real rough start i mean on the plus side it can only get better right right if you start at the bottom right now we're here now we're here we'll get there eventually we're not here yet but we'll get there 
eventually we'll be here. We're always going to be here. We're we're working our way up. We're almost here. You know, we're trying. We're trying our best. So, yeah, there's really nowhere to go but up. Uh, the ESPN, just please be better. I know you can for us, for hockey, for everyone. Um, I will say one more thing, too, before we jump into this next topic. Could you not get Bouchagross and Linda Cohn, people that actively are like hockey fans and know the game and know the player pronunciations well and, and thing. Oh, and know the team names. That's just a, that's just a comment. Speaking of drafts, we had the expansion draft. We also had the draft draft, the entry draft. The Stars basically had a very shallow prospect pool. You know, not to take away from who's in the prospect pool. You've got guys like Maverick Bjork, um, our boy Riley Tufty's, uh, you know, chomping at the bit. Uh, Thomas Harley, which I think will probably be on the uh, starting roster uh, for opening night. We selected 10 guys uh which is the first time in the seven round era that the stars have selected in the double digits it's the most that we've selected since 2004 um i'm just going to go through the names real quick because this is something that i think we'll all have to do a bunch of research on but it's nothing but what looks like extremely fast physical talented skaters um wyatt johnson uh, which, again, the past two seasons, they have drafted absolutely phenomenally as far as the names go. Maverick, Maverick Bjork and Wyatt Johnston. Those are just like peak Texas, Dallas like names. Uh, so Wyatt Johnston with a 23rd overall pick, which was traded from the 15th pick to the 23rd with the Detroit Red Wings, who acquired uh, the first goaltender in the first round. Logan, Stanko, uh, Logan Stankoven, great name. Phenomenal name uh, with the 47th pick overall. Artem Greshnikov, Artin Martino, Justin Ertl, Connor Roulette, Jack Barr, Jacob Holmes, Francesco Arturi, and Al- Albert Silberg. Like I said, all from just really scratching the surface from what I've seen from all of the quote-unquote draft experts and hockey websites. I'm seeing a resounding two thumbs up, B plus to A uh, draft for the Dallas Stars. It sounds like the prospect pool is full again, knee deep. We are back in business, uh, hopefully with a slew of guys coming up in two to three seasons, if not sooner. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys got to catch any of the draft. I was traveling, so it was really tough for me to stay uh, in the know, uh, which was a bummer. But that being said, I don't know if you guys have any uh, any uh, anything on this um, other than the fact that it looks promising for the team moving forward. The first thing I thought of was that Wyatt Johnson's parents' reaction to him being drafted was so wholesome. Like, his dad was more excited than he was. Oh, his dad was so pumped. Like, he's so hyped. And you know, for the parents, like, it's a, not that they live vicariously, but, like, you're super proud of your kid that all the work that they've been doing over the past probably 14 years since I, they were little baby kids mm-hmm. right. leading up to that. Like, you that's know, playing mites and going through the ranks and everything. Yep. And like slowly starting to realize like, oh, maybe you have something here. Yeah. Yeah. And just the time and money and travel invested in all that to see it really pay off. Like that's that's got to be so awesome. And you could really see it in his dad's face that he was like, 
he's just happy for his kid. Rightfully so. I mean, it's a it's a family thing. It's a family sacrifice. The time, the money, the tears, the effort that goes into being a, a hockey parent. Uh, there's just you 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 your butt cheeks have to ch- the clinch a little bit if your sweet baby child angel is like I want to play hockey and then you look up the amount of money it costs to get them enrolled in classes and the equipment and then realize I'm gonna have to do this shit like multiple times if they continue to play the sport yeah yeah uh, Jason speaking of are, are we are we uh, pushing the kiddo towards hockey when the time comes are we gonna see if he uh, handles a a stick and he's gonna be like yo i'm down for this let's do it man if it's anything like when we try to play floor hockey at home uh probably not he's gonna end up in the box uh (laughs) just constantly uh for roughing calls where he's just getting slashing calls all the time because all he wants to do is just hit me in the head with the stick so i mean respect we're i mean we're getting there we're getting there yeah i mean the, the parent reaction was was absolutely adorable yeah, I mean, like I said, we we haven't done a lot of research on this. There are a ton of names. Jason, do you have anything on these kids? Anything that you want to add before we uh, jump into uh, something a little bit more on the sad side? I got nothing, man. I got no. nothing to contribute for this one. It's okay. Um, <laughs> People no, get paid no. big money to do draft analysis, and we are not in that group. I'm sorry to say. Nope, that's fine. Just stellar names all around. Um, I'll, I'll be doing some more research. Maybe hit some hit some knowledge bombs here and there on a, a couple of upcoming episodes. This was the this was the sad uh, the sad point in the show. If you did watch the expansion draft, um, you will see that. Uh, <laughs> if you did watch the expansion draft, uh, obviously Jamie Oleksiak was the pick from the Dallas Stars. Everyone thought it was going to be Jason Dickinson. Unfortunately, to a degree, Jason Dickinson was in fact traded to the Vancouver Canucks for a third overall pick. The reason I say that it's okay is because, uh, like, it was common knowledge. Jason Dickinson was a target for the Kraken, uh, and you essentially lose him for something rather than nothing. Yeah, so uh, Jason Dickinson, great run. He's going to get his face hit all the time. It's just going to be north of the border now. Um, you know, Canadian healthcare is better than here, though. Yeah, at least yeah, I'll apologize yeah. for it. Yeah, After they'll the apologize hitcher. for it. The healthcare is better, but the bar is not very uh, high. And uh, this is kind of a personal note because I am a, a self-proclaimed uh, Roussel fanboy. I was super excited because I was like, oh, Dickinson's going to get to play with Roussel. Uh, that is false because the Vancouver Canucks are making all types of moves. Made a huge trade with the Arizona Coyotes who are just dumping cap space. Uh, with Connor Garland and uh, Erickson Eck going up to Vancouver uh, for another former star, Louis Erickson, uh, Antoine Roussel, uh, and an additional player who I cannot and will not be named now. Um, but yeah, so Roussel is on the uh, on the move again. He's on the final year of his contract, and I'm not. I'm I'm just gonna throw it in the atmosphere. If Roussel comes back to the Stars, I will weep on air. Um, you can get a blackout tears. jersey. Yeah. I'll, oh my I mean, god. I, I would love to get a Kuchina, a Roussel Kuchina jersey. Sue me. But this also means that Roussel uh, Canucks jerseys might go on sale and, and fine by me. I got so, a yeah. Porzingis New York Knicks shirt at Madison Square Garden for 15 bucks. There you go. Ooh, That's there you a go. steal. That's a steal. But some good news, uh, some great news. The free Honka experiment is fucking done. It's over. That is the only player 
that the Stars did not uh, offer qualifying offers to from the restricted free agent pool. They did, however, offer um, qualifying offers to Nick Camano, Joseph uh, Ciccioni, uh Ben Gleason, Yoel Effin. I don't know why Effin. Yoel fucking Kiviranta, Adam Masherin, who was another guy uh, that the Kraken were kind of stirring the pot on. Colton Point and Jared Roseberg. They will all be negotiating their contracts. And that's something that I think people have to remember, too, is, yes, the, the Stars do have that cap space, again, at just over uh, $5.8 million. Uh, but you've got to re-sign all of these guys now. Who's to say that those guys do re-sign? The one that really sticks out to me on those, that list is uh, JFK uh, and Adam Masherin. Those are two guys that I think you absolutely need back. So it'll be interesting to see how much money is allotted to those guys. Can I make one point about Julius Honka? And yes, this is uh, this is a big feels bad for the stars. But Honka was drafted in 2014. Oh, okay. I know where you're going with this one. Give me the goods. I saw a stat that, and my numbers may be a bit off, but uh, from the entirety of the 2014 draft, there was 87 games played, and I want to say like 21 points total mm-hmm. contributed by all players in that draft class for the stars. And all of them were Julius Honka. And Facts. he's not even on the team or any team, really. Nope. He is a so he is that, uh, that is an incredible failure of a draft. Yeah, I uh it's 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 a little scary. Um <laughs> but yeah, that was bad. Like, two goals, bad. eleven assists between one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Nine draft picks. Honka was the only one that touched the NHL, had a cup of coffee. Tyler Johnson, uh, this is something that obviously people are going to see uh, and know before, but I feel like just because I'm we're, we're live right now, we're recording for Thursday, Tyler Johnson from the Lightning um, has been traded to the Chicago Blackhawks uh, for defenseman Brent Seabrook um, and a 2023 second-round pick. I'm sorry, the Lightning traded – Johnson and the 2023 second round pick to the Blackhawks for Brent Seabrook. This is just a wild offseason all around because of the cap. Lots of manipulation going on here. A ton of manipulation. Yes. Before we get into these last couple things, I wonder if Stamkos I'm, is going to go on IR, long term uh, IR again until the until week before the playoffs. the playoffs. He looked like he was limping in the, the championship parade. Uh, <laughs> He's going to pull a Derek Holland and have a freak accident trying to make a skating rink in his backyard. Yeah. Oh, man. You'll never get that bias, uh, which one day I'd like to have him on the show, and, and I'd love to confront him about that because that's a fantastic story. Uh, real quick before we jump into these last couple topics, because I feel like this is just a – this isn't just a – yeah, we're a Texas-centric hockey podcast, but Marc-Andre Fleury today was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks for – at the time, we thought nothing, but turns out it was for like an ECHL caliber player. Big yikes. There are conflicting reports from both camps. Marc-Andre Fleury's camp, he said, I found out through Twitter. Fucking burn. Uh, Vegas camp saying, no, we've been talking to him like for quite a while, a couple weeks about it, letting him know that we were kicking the tires on it. It was a possibility. Guys, what are your thoughts? Because this now means that Marc-Andre Fleury is in our division and we will have to play him quite often. If he doesn't just say, you know what? 
I'm done. I'm not doing this. I'm not starting over at 36. I'm retiring. Uh, Jason, initial reaction on the trade and predictions on what you think that Mark Andre Fleury will do or if he will end up somewhere else somehow. Man, I'm I'm really under the impression he's just gonna hang up the skates or hang up the pads, man. It's it's you kind of get you know, gotta understand you run your course a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that he wasn't you know a great goalie in Vegas at all, but it's just it was kind of like embarrassing to hear it. And like uh, I I know personally I'd be a little pissed off, but absolutely, especially finding out through Twitter, that's got to be absolute shit to hear like. Yet, yet find another out reason you, Vegas is the woat. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, either either he's going to hang him up or he's going to pull, uh, what is it, uh, Aaron Rodgers is basically doing right now, like kind of holding out. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, either you're going to come to my demands or I'm done this season. He's just, or could just, like, shit the bed, you know, like let in, like, three or four goals a game, like in the first. Force their hand. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I would do. No, I want to do some shit like that, but why not? Fuck it. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Retire? <laughs> You've not built up a reputation as a uh, starting goalie in the NHL. So mm-hmm. he can do probably whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And maybe some team out there is desperate enough. Maybe they don't have a backup. That when uh, he, I mean, hell, when they retire, where when he retires, I mean, technically you just hop back on free agency. Yeah, because retirement gets you out of your current contract, doesn't it? I believe so. I think so. Maybe. I'd have to look into that. Um, I will say this much. He could essentially just not show up to camp. Mm-hmm. Also an um, option. He could just not show up to camp. He could hold out and say basically, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm not going to play unless you trade me to a team that I want to play for. I, I'm, I'm in control. Uh, you guys, I was not consulted with on this, but... You know, it, it, it was handled extremely poorly. It's it, but I will say it is so delightful, so delightful for people to hate Vegas because that fan base, I've seen some pretty negative shit come out on Twitter about Robin Leonard already being your go-to guy, basically saying, why did you trade our better goalie? I don't want Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard has struggled with mental health issues. He's very candid about it. He actually posted something about it today. The guy is extremely transparent, very respectable, um, extremely respectful. And just to see this fan base kind of turn a little bit and and expose what pieces of shit they can be and seeing how stupid the front office acted towards this, it just makes me a little happy. Because Vegas has done nothing but have success since they've come into the league. It's no secret. Everyone knows it. So for, to see them kind of squirm a little bit. Yeah, suffer like it. the rest of us. Yeah, you gotta love it. Gotta love it. They're what, four years in the league and four playoff appearances? All right, out yeah. of the first round? Like, must yeah. be fucking nice. And Seattle's just going to be wishing for that. <laughs> like, oh man, if only we could have expansion drafted. Just a little better. Yeah. Seattle might have a good shot at the second pick next year, too. Yeah, yeah. true. Building up. Uh, so that's that Eight was the big... Rounds. That was... Uh, oh, uh, speaking of, go, have you guys seen the uh, the Coyotes next year? Negative. They're in, in their, uh, their draft class. Give me one second to pull this up um, because... Whew, 
they have got <laughs> they've got their first round pick. And this is 2022. <laughs> and then they've got one, two, three, four, five second round picks. <laughs> Jesus. And then right. the seasons after, they have one first round pick, one first round pick. They have two third round picks in 2023. And then they have two additional third or second round picks in 2024. These guys have finagled their way into possibly being a very good team. And super young. Yeah. And like yeah. four or five what years. What is that? Six picks in the first 50 picks, if you will? Yeah. 60 picks? Yep. yep. That's unbelievable. Pulling an Oklahoma City Thunder, just amassing draft picks as much as possible. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, 2024, like a lot of these kids will be jumping up into the big, the bigs. And that's when Austin Matthews contract ends and he is from Arizona. I would absolutely love to see. Really? Are you already starting rumors? I thought he was from Canada for some reason. Mm -mm, He just plays in the saddest market in Canada. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I'm, I'm putting I'm putting in the call that Austin Matthews, and Arizona flirt quite a bit, and yeah. they make a big. I'm push. coming home. I'm coming home. But yeah, so that's that. That was the big news today. Uh, like I said, we're recording on Tuesday. That you guys will hear this on Thursday, but I'm sure it's gonna have a lot of reverb throughout the week and throughout the league. So definitely something to stay uh, stay on top of. Uh, a couple more things before we uh, we wrap this one up. Uh, Miro Heiskanen. What a steal of a contract. What an absolute steal. We talked about bridges. We talked about a bridge contract. And he said, I, I think this is pretty good. So, yeah, initial <laughs> reaction to this amazing contract. Which, by the way, the details are, I believe it was eight me- eight years at 8.45 AAV. So, uh-huh. yeah. and he's 22 years old. Less so. than Seth Jones, who's currently worse than uh, the potential trade target mm-hmm. that was being floated around facts facts man they could miro could have requested putting his name on the outside of the aac and if they hadn't given it to him i would have been upset whatever he yeah. wanted was gonna be totally fine with me right. he's, he's just, next to dirt yeah like you don't just trade away at a 22 year old that's already in talks for the norris trophy and he's been in the league two three years i think it seems like longer than that but he really hasn't been around that long but whatever he wanted was totally fine eight year eight eight million nine million ten million whatever doesn't matter he's gonna he's gonna anchor your defensive rotations he's gonna play on the pk he's gonna play on the power play he's gonna be out there fingers crossed uh bones in the first three in overtimes because he's quick, he's skilled with the puck, he knows how to create offense when he's down there in the opposing uh, opposing team's defensive zone. And yeah, whatever, I, I, I can't stress it enough, whatever he wanted, just give it to him. Just blank check, here you go. Yeah, I, I, and it's it's a steal. I mean, it sounds crazy. It really is. Like, you, you, don't, you don't think... When you hear eight million in hockey, you think, "Fuck, that's a lot of money." But in th- this is one of those rare cases where you hear eight million for eight years, and you're like, "Wow, that's it." Like, you probably could have got a lot more, especially and good on Jim Nill and the front office for signing him before Seth Jones in that ridiculous contract. 
setting the bar at nine and a half million per year. Yeah. I, and you look at the Kalmakar contract. Kalmakar, I will say, is probably the only young defenseman that I will say is above Miro Heiskanen. Yeah. Kalmakar is just a, a phenomenal skater. Um, he deserved the, uh, I think it was a $9 million, um, yeah, I know, or $9 million, uh, for like six years or something like that. But great move by Jim Neal. Uh, to, to shore up a, a pillar of your organization, not only for this current Stanley Cup window, but possibly an off year and back into the, the window opening with a new young, you know, core, you know, like Dennis Garyanoff, Rupe Hints, uh, names like that. And, and possibly, you know, God forbid the Stars make some moves on young free agents as opposed to fucking you know, senior living free agents. But that being said, geriatric ones. Yeah. That being said, the stars have also been rumored to be in talks with the possibility of Ryan Getzlaff. Fucking no. Uh, And Dougie Hamilton. And that's the name that I was going to bring up earlier. Um, I would rather have Dougie Hamilton than Suter personally. I don't know what kind of money Hamilton is going to garner, but I would rather have him for a veteran minimum contract, but whatever. Um, great job on the stars. I would only take Dougie been. Hamilton under the condition that he stops going by Dougie because he's a fucking grown man. Nope. I want Dougie. I want, wait, would you prefer Douglas? Douglas Hamilton has an air of, uh, importance. What's the right word? An air of elegance, mo- monarchy, royalty a little bit. No, I like that. I like that. I think we're onto something. So we need to sign him just so we can change his name. to Douglas. <laughs> can, can we rewind just a little bit? We can do whatever we sure. want. Sure, you pump the brakes so hard it gets off. Why? I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm just literally the three guys that they're going after right now are aging players. Getzloff doesn't do anything for me. Maybe in 2014. So, I mean, we I were know. just talking about needing size. I mean, he's six four. He's huge. He's massive. Uh, I mean, it'd be great if he could come in and kind of. I mean, obviously, like, he won't play D or anything like that, but, I mean, maybe I'm not shit. No, be a utility guy at that point. No, but uh, when, I guess what I'm going for is, like, we, we hated Corey Perry until he came here. We hated Pabs until he came here. It's just one of those things where we'll hate Getzoff until he's here, and then he's your guy. I mean, he could add a little bit of leadership. Well, yes, yeah, some of us said it. I know it was a uh, very big in stars community to hate him just because he just, he was that guy, you know, uh, for yeah, San Jose. Yeah. Corey Perry's totally understandable though. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, hates Corey Perry until he's on your team. And then yeah. you look into those steel blue eyes and you just can't help but fall in love. <laughs> I mean, like you I might think- as well, you might as well just go back and get Perry then. Which I hate to, which I hate to burst your bubble with a good time. Yeah. I hate to burst your bubble, but apparently (laughs) the lightning, the lightning are trying to make something work with uh, Corey Perry. So I hate to tell you, yeah, because if you get fat maroon and Corey Perry on the same line, I, I quit. It's not even fair. Yeah. Um, I will say too, I'm seeing this just now. Uh, Again, it's, it's one of those things where we're talking about this on a Tuesday and it comes out on Thursday. Um, But Andrew Cogliano, that's another restricted free agent um, or unrestricted free agent. I apologize. Uh, It sounds like the sharks are the front runners to possibly sign him to a contract, which is a no harm, no foul. The sharks are 
probably one of the least offensive teams in the league uh, for us because we did take Pavelski from so. We did. We did. I would love to get a Sharks Pavelski jersey. I'll put that out in the atmosphere. But yeah, the the Ryan Getzlaff thing for me, he just he only had 17 points last year. He didn't even play the full season. Um, he hasn't played a full season since 2011, 2011, 2012. He's an aging man that has injury issues. And so for me, that's that's a big concern, and I just – I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the guy that would come in and really spark this team. But, hey, veteran minimums, baby. Like, if you're going to sp- if you're gonna spend money, spend it wisely. So, you know, hey, if you can get Douglas Hamilton and Ryan Getzloff at both extremely low costs, then by all means, like, no go harm, for no foul it. There, yeah. No harm, no foul. But, you got to fill a roster know, spot anyways. That's true. So – uh, but yeah, that's that's all I have uh, for that. Uh, the schedules did come out, and uh, I don't know anything stick out to you guys other than the fact that opening night's on a Friday, and it's going to be an absolute shit show party that we're going to lead Ooh, into the weekend with. That's Hell convenient yeah. timing. It's it's very convenient timing. Fridays are good for live shows. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Well, the home opener, I think we should be there. But that okay, being said, there are a couple of games um, leading up to the home opener. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? Like maybe Northside Draft House, we, we uh, reach out to the homies there and, and get another live show. Well, you know, season opener is a different story. So, one, I agree. We'll, uh, we'll have to make some phone calls, do a little business. Business Tuesday. Business Tuesday. Business Tuesday. Um. But I think the primary thing, and this is just a quick note before we get to the razor, Razorism of the week, which will be a quick one, only 10 back-to-backs over an eight-month schedule when I'm pretty sure we had like 37 back-to-backs, hyperbole, of course, last year. Yeah. Um, we had, I think, probably seven or eight straight weeks of four games in six days. So I think we should see some market improvement just on the fact that they can actually practice. Like, ideally, if you're a professional team, you don't use your games as practice, but I think that was kind of the case a little bit last year where they just had no time to do anything and be in any sort of good condition for games without just having dead legs. And we saw it all year Mm -hmm. where the first will start out fine and then the second and third, it's just no energy which is not a knock on them at all. That schedule was a complete travesty and just blatant mishandling of your personnel by the NHL, not the stars because they worked with what they had, Mm -hmm. but the fact that the NHL even allowed that to happen instead of just saying, fuck it, we'll just push the season back a little bit, Yeah, which would have made no real difference in the grand scheme of things. The fact that they allowed something that you can't even do in a video game to happen is just insane. So I'm excited to see what this team can do in its current iteration with practice under their belt, with time to figure out offensive schemes and what works and, and be able to you know, rest. God, God willing a power play approach. Yeah. And just outside be able of to pass rest. it around for a minute and a half and get like two shots off. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It was it was very funny to see because it, it looked so spread out. I, yeah. You know, 
It's it like, looks, God, we have three days between this game and the next yeah. game. Like, what are yeah. we going to well, do? Get a little also, spoiled. And we also do have the break in February where the players will possibly be going to the Winter Olympics, which I am all for. Um, I am 100% behind that. So, uh, but yeah, schedules are out. Free agency is on the horizon. It mark, is Mark opening weekend on your calendar. Mark opening weekend. Mark mark the season opener and the hope opener um, because hopefully we'll be uh, doing something for both. But yeah, I mean, that's all I've got, guys. I mean, it's just a wild time right now. Uh, the off season is the busiest time for us. It seems like already, you know, just having done this just under a year now, and it's uh, it's it's a blast. So, but yeah, if you guys don't have anything else, we'll we'll jump into the razorism of the week, and then we'll call this a rapidy wrap wrap. Man, let's get it. I was gonna say I have two things about the schedule. One, really excited that we're getting the abs for New Year's Eve at home here. And nice. then number two, uh, mark down Seattle for January twelfth for oh, their yeah. first time coming to the American Airlines Center. So I'm really excited about that. We'll That'd probably be, first, be at first uh, yeah, first of many, hopefully. I said January twelfth. <laughs> Yeah, January twelfth. Okay, at the American Airlines Center. Merk. Maybe, maybe I'll have Steve's Alexiak jersey in by then, and uh, she'll end up wearing that. There you go. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, well, that's uh, that's that's all we've got for now. Let's uh, let's hit that razorism, and then we'll we'll call this one a wrap. Real quick one this week. Juan Goligoski and Skinner, and then like poop through a diarrhea infected goose. Ben goes through everyone. You don't even. It's the shortest <laughs> one that we've done, but it's. It might you just be the don't need. You, you don't need any context for that one. You need absolutely zero context. Uh, well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Water peak Hockey. Razorism. The peak razorism. We will keep tagging him in every single post we make because we need him. We need him on the show. We need him back. Come on the show one day, man. Can't, I'm your biggest fan. Just throw us a, throw us a bone here. Yeah, be like the grandpapa of the show. Or papa, just the, the regular papa. I don't want to call you old. Or Selena, uh, if you want to help. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, uh, Razor, Razor, we uh, we have an OU connection here. Your daughter goes to OU. I graduated from OU. We can talk about that. We can talk a little SEC she's a, realignment. Yeah. She's yeah. a volleyball player, yeah? Uh, or softball. Track and field, I think. Oh, for two. It was a good try, though. Yeah, I think it's Man. it's either high jump or pole vault, one of the two. All right, but she's a student athlete. But if you, if you have some uh, some hot sports opinions on OU to the SEC, come on, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, well, I mean, there's only one thing left to do, and that's just to tell the people, you know, how to spend the rest of their week. Yeah, while we're talking SEC realignment, we can stay sassy. Ooh, stay moist, boys and girls. God, you love. Oh, hey, everybody, everybody, stay everybody. moist. And last but certainly not least, no matter what elevation you are at, uh, do not for any reason whatsoever Topical. forget your Kermit tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>